This is Richard Brown, and you're listening to The Summoner Podcast. So let's get real, real right now. I'm going to turn the volume up a little bit. Seems like the volume is really low, but whatever. We will work with that. Um, where do I want to start? I've come to the realization today, you know, just through my observations, that building a relationship off of love alone is a hard thing to do. And I'm not necessarily talking about financials. I'm not necessarily talking about including, you know, whatever it is, the whole shebang that you need in order for love to work. I'm essentially speaking on the idea that when you present, and this is from men to women, when you present the idea of love into the picture, it holds so much weight to it simply because we have past issues that were according to love in our own understanding that failed us. People that failed us, so to speak. Relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives. And that essentially doesn't leave room for love anymore when you get involved in a new relationship. So like I said, I'm just going to be real raw with you on this. As a man, I've learned that you want to harness the love you feel for a woman um, simply by, yes, you're going to have to harden your heart because in order to reign, in order to actually build a persona around yourself and to build that strength and fortitude to be a man in the household, you have to have a hardened heart. Otherwise, people are going to take care, like, take control of you, right? They're going to take advantage of you, so to speak, and take you for granted, even your own damn wife. So learning to hold your frame is very important. What comes with that is definitely, I'd say, educating yourself on a daily basis. Reading as much as you can is so vital right? Absorb. Absorb information so that in your hardened heart, you are harnessing a lot of impact and energy you could output in constructive ways. Now, I know we can talk about the philosophy of things and scriptures and religious ideologies about having a soft heart for other people. I think what's most important is being authentic because you could soft heart your life to fucking shreds and you'll find out that people are going to make you meek they're going to bullshit on you ultimately i'm not telling you to be violent with people i'm not telling you to be brute or anger whatever the word is <laughs> i can't speak properly but i'm telling you to be aware of your surroundings be aware of how you adapt to those surroundings and be aware of how you handle situations that are turning you down. If someone ran up to you, right, 
with a gun or with a fucking a knife. Are you going to sit there and say, oh, no, please don't hurt me. But he doesn't give a fuck, right? He really doesn't give a fuck because he's going to essentially attack you. Because of whatever reason is incepted into his mind, if that's a word, inception into his mind. You have to understand that certain scenarios are not going to give you the opportunities you're looking for. And to apply the measures needed to actually cure situations, you're going to have to adapt to that situation. Today, I thought to myself that if I want to make an impact, I'm going to have to learn to live from my heart through embedding it with the things that matter to me and then hardening it so I can protect those things. That's the truth I'm living by as of today going forward. And I have learned over time to not give a fuck what people think. But let's go back to the subject. Making love work is going to contend you. What I learned today, essentially, back into my point, is that if I have a woman that I truly feel for, I'm not just going to blur out that I love her. I'm actually going to take the time to receive that, to feel that, and to emulate it in my actions. And in my words surrounding love, so to speak, instead, I'm focused on telling her I like her because it keeps things light, right? Like, lights, they kind of sound the same if you ask me. And ultimately, there's not as much burden on it. When you hear the word love, you start getting all these ideas in your head. Simply ideas like marriage, kids, a house down the road. What if it doesn't work? What if they cheat on me in marriage? All these situations start to compile in your head, even on a subconscious level, because you know the weight of marriage. You know the impact it has on someone's life, whether that is negative or positive. So you're neutralized in that idea and lukewarm, so to speak, that you can't decide, do I go left or right? We go into flight or fight mode, basically. And in this day and age, it's not as accepted as it was in the past because of certain moralistic standards that have changed. But it's more widely feared. And we see that because of the households we've grown up in. If you're in my generation, I'm, I'm born in the 1990s. If you're in my generation, you understand that a lot of us grew up with broken households or divorced households, separated households. In my situation in the past, I had lost somebody that I loved very dearly. And I didn't realize that I was losing myself in the process from just loving her so heavily that I let my jealousies take over. I let my insecurities take over. I let my yearning to be with her so much become pretty much an obsession that I lost myself in the process of obsessing over someone else. I forgot who the person is in the mirror. It took a long time for me to get over that life and to realize that I am essentially a greater being in self 
and I'm in a greater state of being and self. So hold yourselves down a little bit stronger, my fellows out there. And woman, you can apply this too to yourselves. It is of equal value. There is no sense of red pill. I don't fucking know. You know, these people with all these ideas and shit and their fucking terminologies. There's no red pill bullshit in this. We are all equal. Right? You don't always have to be a brute force fucking man. You can realize when to soften up and... Yes, tap into those, so to speak, quote unquote, feminine aspects in order to understand your lady. If you're always prancing around like a fucking wild lion, chances are women are going to think you're a fucking asshole. I was going to leave on that note, <laughs> but like I said, um, to my brothers out there, my fellas, you know, even if you are going through that thought process of that red pill thinking, it's cool. I get it. You're going through and sifting through changes in life and you're trying to understand the values of life. You're trying to understand how things work. And I commend you for that. So don't think I'm shitting on you for this red pill thought. I learned once from a wise man to throw ropes where you can. I was in your position at one point. Yes, I was heavily enveloped in the red pill thinking, whether that was through my own experience or through hearing all the bullshit on YouTube. But there needs to be a balance. And you can sit there all you like, feeling anger and resentment towards someone battling against your beliefs. Or you can realize life is essentially something that is lived through the means of harmony through whatever spiritual guru you follow i'm sure they say some wise things too that you can apply in certain measures but most importantly remember that this life on this planet is essentially a brotherhood and woman being a sisterhood we are here to collaborate I mean, you might think you have women figured out that they play games or that they lose interest really quick and all this stuff. Now, I want you to take this into head. You have been preaching that men are the head of the household, right? Um, you've been preaching that you are supposed to be patriarchal, so to speak, in some sense. It, it just seems like that, right? But the idea of a man being ahead is not so that he can lead in pride. It's so that he can lead the family so that the woman can respect that he's leading the family. If you as a man are leading by example, she is following that example. Which leads me to say you look at the cheating rates and whatnot and people have their ideas of all these numbers being fixated differently around different sources. The truth of the matter is, yes, men do essentially cheat a little bit more than women. And it is pretty equal in that sense that you get what you give in life. I want you to take a look in the mirror and say to yourself this, and it's a widespread quote. Would I let my daughter date a man like me? Because 
some of you out there seem very ordering of things, demanding of things. Whereas there needs to be a mutual respect and a mutual agreement between you and bride, you and woman, you and goddess, whatever it is you refer to her as out of a common respect, there needs to be a mutual respect in how you align with the things you demand from each other. Because if you are not aligned with her demands and she's not aligned with your demands, what is that? That's war. That's battles between the two of you. Said enough tonight. So here's the veil lifted off of me. Um, for those of you who, who have been with this podcast ever since I started it, this is who I am on a core value and core level beyond the little higher pitch voice and beyond the pretty words and the poetic prophecies and all that stuff that I've written and put on here is just to demonstrate you the power that is held in man in his inner context, but it can translate into something beautiful on the outside if you in turn allow it to and understand what these principles truly mean. I'm not for religions that battle against other religions. Because I see a unity, sorry, I can't even speak, but I see a unity in all of it. If someone picked up a book, say a, what's that book in uh, the Bodhisattva, right? I, I, forgive me if I said that wrong. I, am, I apologize humbly. But say they picked up that book and it was the only book they had in a world where there is a lot of war going on. Sorry, um, not a world, a country where there's a lot of war going on. There was no biblical scriptures around there at all. But they were a common good in the sense that they learned how to apply what they learned out of the Bodhi. I'll say that for now as a short form. And they were able to find good measures amongst their crowds. Good measures in the sense that they can get along. So this is where I'm coming in to say that you have to find the truth in collaborating and understanding how to keep things in the likeness of light. It's not weigh yourselves down with all these ideologies, for one, to stern your beliefs and stricken them into one narrow path. Remember that life is a canvas. You were just tuned into the Summoner Podcast by Richard Brown. For those of you who support and believe in what I do, I humbly ask that you hit the donate button as it will help towards the podcast and future endeavors that I can keep providing the best I can to those who support, who love, funny, love, and kindly show their gratitude to me. Take care.